0: Trump is squeezing the lifeblood out of the money suckers using taxpayer money to promote critical race theory. On June ninth, 2020, Karen Atia, the black 34-year-old global opinions editor for Jeff Bezos' liberal rag, the Washington Post, and a Fulbright scholar who received her bachelor's degree from Northwestern University and master's degree from Columbia University, tweeted this, and I quote her, The lies and tears of white women hath wrought the nineteen twenty one Tulsa massacre, murder of Emmett Till, exclusion of black women from feminist movements, fifty three percent of white women voting for Trump. White women are lucky that we're just calling them Karen's and not calling for revenge. End quote. Really? I should feel lucky that black racists and anarchists are not seeking revenge against me for things I never did. This since-deleted tweet is the poisonous fruit of the ideology of critical race theory, CRT, and more broadly, critical theory, which is the animating ideology of BLM and Antifa and is dividing America and destroying both lives and property. Two weeks ago, President Trump became the first president, perhaps the first elected leader of prominence in America, to not only notice the catastrophically destructive effects of CRT, but also take aim at it. He ordered that, quote, federal agencies cease and desist from using taxpayer dollars to fund these divisive, un-American propaganda training sessions related to critical race theory, white privilege, or any other training or propaganda effort that teaches or suggests either one, that the United States is an inherently racist or evil country, or two, that any race or ethnicity is inherently racist or evil, end quote. In another stunning move, on Tuesday, September 22nd, President Trump issued an executive order mandating that, and I quote, it shall be the policy of the United States not to promote race or sex stereotyping or scapegoating in the federal workforce or in the uniformed services, and not to allow grant funds to be used for these purposes. In addition, federal contractors will not be permitted to inculcate such views in their employees, quote. This means that no federal agency, no branch of the armed services, and no companies that contract with the federal government may teach any of the following. One, that one race or sex is inherently superior to another race or sex. They can't teach that the United States is fundamentally racist or sexist. They can't teach that an individual by virtue of his or her race or sex is inherently racist, sexist, or oppressive, whether consciously or unconsciously. They may not teach that an individual should be discriminated against or receive adverse treatment solely or partly because of his or her race or sex. They may not teach that members of one race or sex cannot and should not attempt to treat others without respect to race or sex. They can't teach that an individual's moral character is necessarily determined by his or her race or sex. They can't teach that an individual, by virtue of his or her race or sex, bears responsibility for actions committed in the past by other members of the same race or sex. They can't teach that any individual should feel discomfort, guilt, anguish, or any other form of psychological distress on account of his or her race or sex. And they can't teach that Meritocracy or traits such as hard work ethic are racist or sexist or were created by a particular race to oppress another race. The term divisive concepts also includes any other form of race or sex stereotyping or any other form of race or sex scapegoating. End quote. Wowzer. To those who have long followed the slimy trail of critical race theory, first through colleges and universities, then into high schools, and now into even elementary schools, this is a shocking and deeply welcome development. There is now hope that the decades-long critical race theory indoctrination in government schools, which helped create the army of mayhem maniacs rampaging through our streets, may at long last end. In my mind's ear, I can hear the howls of unrighteous indignation from leftists from sea to shining sea, outraged that their access to public money to advance their private bigoted religion of intersectionality is diminishing. Those entities that contract with the federal government and want to continue promulgating racist, sexist bigotry, entities like Argonne National Laboratories and the Smithsonian, are completely free to keep preaching the religion of intersectionality. They just can't have taxpayer money to do it. Let's see how profoundly important they believe CRT is once the spigot shuts off. Decisions, decisions. CRT is composed of a set of assumptions, that is, dogmatic beliefs, not objective, inarguable facts. Therefore, it's time now to cease all federal grants to public schools that promote any of the ideas identified in Trump's executive order. It isn't good enough to merely prohibit federal money from subsidizing the dissemination of or training in these ideas. Since money is fungible, the spigot from the federal government to state slop troughs must be shut off unless and until government schools cease all indoctrination. If state and local communities feel critical race theory indoctrination is essential, they can make up the lost federal money through increases in taxes. And yes, it is indoctrination. When schools present resources to staff and students that espouse only leftist ideas on how to think about race, sex, homosexuality, or opposite-sex impersonation, while refusing to present resources that challenge or dissent from those leftist ideas, schools are no longer educating. They're indoctrinating. If Harris and her trusty sidekick befuddle Joe Biden are elected, this executive order will be shredded immediately and tax dollars and the power of the federal government will be used once again to indoctrinate Americans. Do never-Trumpers... Still want to thwart the reelection of President Trump and Vice President Mike Pence?